Father, what a privilege it is this morning to take the word, to teach the word. And I thank you that this word falls on good ground, good soil. And that you open the vats of the new wine. And that our spirit comes alive to the word of God. And that we are doers of the word, not hearers only. For greater are you that's in me than he that's in the world. So God, at this time, I thank you that Pastor and I teach what the Holy Spirit would have taught this morning. We yield ourselves to you, spirit, soul, and body, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Sometime we'll hear that and we'll be out of here. How would you like to not know the Lord or not be ready and watch everybody leave? That's a sobering thought, isn't it? <laughs> I know there's a teaching going around today that what you're already covered, whatever you do, it doesn't matter, you're going to make it. That's not what my Bible says. <clears throat> it says that we need to be prepared. Amen. First John 1 John 1.9 If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. How many know that you've sinned after you were born again? Good. Okay, the nugget. I like this nugget. I, can I read this nugget? I know I read it a little different than you do. The difference between belief and faith, the difference between belief and faith, belief says it can be done. Faith says it will be done. Belief says it can be done. Faith says it will be done. Hallelujah. Praise God. The title of this sermon, if you're taking notes, is Awake and Arise. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 4, 5, pardon me, Ephesians chapter 5. I hope you realize that uh, we are living in the greatest hour that there is the expectation, the return of the Lord Jesus Christ to rule and reign in truth and righteousness. We won't have this trash that's going on now <laughs> lies deception you name it that's what's happening now when Jesus returns to rule and reign it's going to be truth and righteousness 
purity, holiness, glory to God, hallelujah. So, if you have found Ephesians chapter 5, I want you to look at this verse of scripture and then uh, think a moment. Verse 14, therefore he saith, awake thou that sleepeth and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. We'll read it also from the Amplified. Therefore he says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall shine, make day dawn upon you, and give you light. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can you read the next two scriptures? Awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead. This is the cry of the Holy Spirit to this generation, this church today. Awake, arise. The body of Christ must awake and arise and fulfill our purpose. There's a purpose in the end time church. You happen to be in it. Uh-oh. Awake in your strong concordance is 1453. It means become attentive to one's own dangerous position. Let me read that again. Awake. Become attentive to one's own dangerous position. To recover. Arise to new life. To call forth. To quit one's previous position. To quit one's previous position. What position are you in? Get up. Awake from coldness. Lukewarmness. Arise from compromise and sin. Come alive. Our redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. Amen. So awake. Become attentive to your own dangerous position. Where are you at this morning? The word dead. Let's look at the word dead. 34, 89. It means a shipwreck. To be stranded. To be dragged away by force and violence as to execution and death. Wow. To be dragged away by force and violence as to execution and death. That's why we need to arise and awaken. Hallelujah. Well, some of us are going to be shocked today. Can I read the next two scriptures? She wants to read the next two scriptures. Go for it. Okay, it says, Look carefully to how you walk. Live purposefully and worthily and accurately, not as the unwise and witless, but as the wise, sensible, intelligent people, making the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, not, do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, 
but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for this is debauchery. But be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That's pretty heavy right there. Do not be drunk. Okay, now turn to Joshua, the book of Joshua. Old Testament. Find the 8th chapter, that is Joshua 8. Joshua 8, verse 1. And the Lord said to, unto Joshua, Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Take all the people of war with thee and arise up and go. Amen. We're supposed to, what? Rise up. Arise up. Awake and arise up, in other words. Now, of course, regardless of our previous failures, we're supposed to rise up. Awake and arise. Be not dismayed. Again, the definition for dismayed. To be, to be afraid of the prospect of trouble or danger. To be afraid of the prospect of trouble or danger. To be filled with apprehension. A loss of courage or confidence. To be appalled in terror by unalterable situations. To be horrified. Do, to be deprived of power. To be disheartened to fear. So don't be dismayed by what you see around you. Now what will it take to arise and awaken? Or awaken and arise. I'll put it that way. That's what we started out with. What will be taken? What will it take to awaken and to arise? In order to do what God has required of you and me, we need, we need to become Radical. Radical. Now, the definition for radical. Adherent. Drastic and zealous. This is what we need to, we need to become. This is what is required of us. To be radical. Now turn with me to the book of Revelation real quickly. Revelation. Since we are about to embark in the book of Revelation, we are living, going to walk in it pretty soon. <laughs> are you ready? Revelation chapter 3. I want to go to, go to verse 6 first. Revelation 3, 6. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Are you here this morning, church? Are you ready to hear? Okay. 
Verse 16. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. What are you this morning? <laughs> Better be hot. Better be hot. If you're Luke, we're going to find out. You're going to find out where you're going to be. Then you might have to arise, awaken and arise this morning. We don't have time to play around anymore. Being lukewarm is not where you want to be at this time. In this hour. A disciple is a doer. Not a spectator. Are we listening? Okay, let's go to Luke chapter 22. We'll see how hot you're going to be. I'm not talking about hot anger. I'm talking about hot for the Lord, okay? Luke chapter 22. Looking at verse 35, that's Luke 22, 35. Jesus is speaking. And he said unto them, when I sent you out without purse, pardon me, when I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, lackey any of these things, they said nothing. This is when he was sending out them to go witness, to cast out devils, heal the sick. Speak the good news of the gospel. Again, when I sent you, when I sent you without purse and script and shoes, lack you any of these things, they said nothing. Verse 36, then he said unto them, but now, but now, he that has a purse, let him take it. And likewise, with his script, and he that hath no sword, let him sell his garment to buy one. Wow, it's time for action. He says, you, didn't, you went out before, but now you're going to go out and you better take a sword with you. Because you're going to have opposition. Hmm. Nowadays, you, would, you wouldn't say... Take a sword, what would you say? What would, you, what would he tell you to take this time? 45. A 45. <laughs> 357. A 40. Something of that nature. Because you're going to go in hostile territory. People are going to try to, to destroy you. You need to fight back. You say, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, but the Lord said, if they smite you on one side, turn your cheek and smite. No, he just said, Pick up a sword. That's a defensive weapon. It's always a defensive weapon with the Lord. It's not an offensive weapon. All right? Uh-oh. Are you ready for war? Oh. You know, in verse 38, it's quite interesting. One of them said, um, And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, it is enough. Not just one, but get two. 
Heavy you, stuff. You know, it's very interesting. I'm gonna share this really quick. A lot of people that are going to doctor's offices now, one of the, one of the questions, you know how you fill out paperwork, is do you own a gun? Why in the world would you be asked that question in a doctor's office? And where do all those files go? Yeah. See, you might not say it's someplace else that you, you know, you buy again and it's only for 15 days. You're supposed to only keep it 15 days and all that type of stuff. Whatever. Check you Get out. Your but now, now it's now it's it's tagged in with your medical records, and when they put yeah. that chip in you, it'll say that you own a gun. It's interesting, isn't Whoa. it? I know people have had that, and they're. I don't say anything. Of course, it's not too smart. We to haven't had that, so whatever. Arise and awake. Awake and arise. Isaiah chapter 52. Isaiah chapter 52. Isaiah chapter 52, look at verse 1. What does it say? Awake! Awake! Twice! Boy, that's emphasis. Put all thy strength. Put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city, and henceforth there shall no more come out unto thee uncircumcision and unclean. Glory to God. Awake. Clean up. Verse 2. Shake, thy, shake thyself from the dust. Arise. And sit down, O Jerusalem. Loosen thyself from the bond, bands of thy neck, O captives of Zion. The bands here we're going to look at, we're going to call them unbelief. Too many Christians aren't believing what the Word of God is telling us to do. Well, you know, that was for yesterday. That was for that society and that uh, era. But we live in a modern era. Oh, well, somebody's mistaken. Unbelief is a lack of trust and confidence. This is one of the biggest failures of Christians. We don't have faith or confidence. Or trust and confidence in what the Lord has asked us to do. Hello. Are you still there in Isaiah? Mm -hmm. I want you to go to Isaiah ch chapter 21 this time. Are you ready for this one? Okay. Isaiah chapter 21, looking at verse 5. Prepare the table. Watch in the watchtower. What's the watchtower? Somebody's watching, looking over, the, seeing what's coming up on the horizon. Are you ready? What's coming up on the horizon? The world is in turbulence. Okay. Watch in the watchtower. Eat, drink, Arise, you princes, 
and anoint the what? Shield. Anoint the shield. The, they anointed shields to fortify its ability in those old days. They anointed the shield to for, uh, fortify the ability to take blows from the enemy. Because if you had a dry shield, when that sword, when they were in hand-to-hand -hand battle at that time, a sharp sword would rip right through a dry shield. But if it was anointed, it would block it. So it says here, we are to anoint our shield. Amen. Glory to God. Ephesians chapter 6. You know, can I read verse 8 in that? Because this is really powerful on what you're saying. It talks about, you know, they had to prepare. And this one said, And the watchman cried like a lion, O Lord, I stand continually on the watchtower in the daytime, and I am set in my station every night. So we're to watch in the daytime and at night. In other words, you need to be prayed, prepared 24 hours a day. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6, verse 16. Awake and arise is our theme right now. Verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith, where which you will quench every fiery dark, fiery darks of the wicked. The shield of faith should be anointed. You should have an anointed shield of faith. Yeah. Means you ought to be prepared for battle. Wow. Hebrews chapter 1, uh, chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. You know, it's interesting. This reminds me of the ten virgins, what we're talking about right now. Five were ready. Five weren't. Five had oil in their lamp. Five didn't. And when the, when the husbandman was coming, the five that didn't went to the, the five that didn't said, give us some oil, give us some oil. And they said, no, you're going to have to go out and get your own oil. It's, it'll be too late. That's heavy. Okay, babes. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is now. Faith is now. Faith acts now. Faith's action is always now. Faith's action is always now. We move out now. You've, we've got orders to move out now. Second Corinthians chapter 5. How are we to act? Now. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 7 says, we walk by 
faith, not by sight. Now we walk by faith. Amen. Romans 4. Got you running. Verse 17. Romans 4, 17. Awake and arise to these things. Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believeth, even God. Look at this. Who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. We are to call those things that be not as though they were now. Now. Come against those things that come against you. Mark chapter 4. Awake and arise. Oh, glory. You know, in verse 20 of that chapter, it says, No unbelief or distrust made him waver, doubting, questioning, concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. No unbelief or distrust made him waver, doubting or questioning. And you, if you start doubting and questioning, you're going, on the, you're going the wrong way. You need to turn it around as quickly as you can. And if you're around people that are making you doubt and question, get rid of them. You can't get, if you can't get them saved, dump them. Amen. I, I mean, I hate to say that, but... Say, well, that's not nice. Hey... If they, don't get, if they don't receive the Lord at the time, you planted or you watered. Somebody else needs to plant, or maybe you're watering somebody else's seed. Now, you have to believe that individual had the proper labor to come across their path. Even when somebody says no to you when you go soul winning, hmm. you have planted something or you've watered something. And you just have to pray that the proper laborer will come across their path that they might receive. Don't just look them at as, as completely dead, but look at them as that you planted or watered. And God will bring the perfection to them. Okay, Mark, did we go to Mark? You find Mark yet? Chapter 4. Arise, awaken and arise to do the impossible. To do the impossible. Are you ready for the impossible? Mark 4, 39, speaking of Jesus. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Glory to God. Jesus said, I go to the Father that you may do greater things than I. This is, this is making the impossible. Some people have already tested this theory out. <laughs> We've got tornadoes running, had tornadoes running rampant through the country. And some Christians stood their ground about their house. 
And the tornado went all, tore everything around them, but nothing happened to their property. The impossible, when they had the earthquake in 19 something, uh, what was it, 1906 or something for the San Francisco I was earthquake. I thinking about that one. You remember? Mr. Kern did to make the, the jars, Kerr's jars for canning and all that. His factory, in the middle of the fire, a wood fence, it just got a little scorched. All the bottles that should have fell down during the earthquake were still standing. You know what? The very next day after they got everything cleared up around there, people went to work there. No place else. But they were still manufactured. He was, it didn't touch him. Something impossible took place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go to John now. Book of John chapter 14. Awake and arise to do the impossible. We haven't hit the hard part yet. <laughs> John chapter 14, we're looking to look at verse, verse 12. Again, Jesus speaking, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these, because he, because he, my boy, Greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father, and whatsoever ye ask in my name, I will do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Boy, there, there is some impossibilities you can remove. Amen? 1 Peter, let's go to 1 Peter chapter 2. I got you bouncing all over the place today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Wait till we hit some of these other ones. First Peter chapter 2. Verse 21. For even hereunto ye were called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his footsteps. He's an example for what we need to do. Amen? Arise, awaken, and arise to do the impossible. Genesis chapter 13. Genesis chapter 13. We are going to wake up this morning. Well, some of you didn't even wake, yawn on that one. Genesis chapter 13. Awake and arise. Genesis chapter 13. I hope you read this chapter. Verse 17. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and the breadth of it, for I will give it unto you. Keep God's promises before you. Keep God's promises before you. Arise and take steps of faith. Can I share something here? Go for it. Well, 
God told him what to do. And he, he told him in 17, he said, Arise, walk through the land, the length of it and the breadth of it, and I will give it to you. What if he hadn't? What if he would have said, I'm too tired? That's, that's too much work. He wouldn't have gotten it. That's a lot of people want someone else to do it for them, but God's telling them to do it. We need to really look at these scriptures that pastor's giving this morning because God's telling us do certain things in this hour. We need to do them. This is this is a, a wake up call. It is a wake up. It's a wake. wake up call. It is a wake up call. This is this is like I'll be honest. The last wake up call. Too, I really believe it. I I really, you know, we um. I've been listening to Rodney, and I think we're going to have to cut it here because we're going to be eating too much of this. Um, we're listening to him, and, and he went to New York, spent $6.7 million at the, on the Madison Square Garden for six weeks. God told him to go there. He said, you're to go there. You're to minister there. The churches didn't want to get involved because they didn't want to get into any laughing revival. And he took tons and tons of food in there, spent $6.5 million, $6.9 million, because God told him to. And he said, when he heard about 9-11, one night he actually prophesied that that was going to happen. And so when he heard about 9-11, he, he, they said, well, aren't you going to go do something? He said, I already went. I already went and did what God told me to do there. And he said when he went to Washington this summer for three weeks, he said I had the same urgency to go to Washington and warn the people, warn the senators, warn the Congress, warn the people about what's ready to take place in this country. He said I had the same urgency then that I had back in New York. And he said, this is the last call. I believe it because too much is happening. And every senator, every congressman got two of his books. Everyone that would be shared with were shared with. And he said, it, and he said I'm not going to go Republican, whatever. I'm not even going to talk about it. He said, but their eyes were blinded. They were blinded. What he told them is, we need Jesus. We need to go back to the constitutions. Thing needs to change in this country. Their eye, even the Christian ones, their eyes were blinded. We need to pray. This is, this is it. We need to wake up and arise and do what we're called to do now. Deception is rampant. And you here are getting your eyes open. You need to, we need to do something. There needs to be a we need to challenge one another. Okay, let's turn to the book of Joshua, since we're leaving uh, Genesis behind. Joshua chapter one. The Lord is speaking to Moses, and He says in verse three, that's Joshua one three, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have that I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses. Glory to God. So we need to keep the vision before us. 
what we're able to do. Keep the vision before us, before you, what you're able to do. New Testament, James, the book of James. This will be the last one for the, this, this morning. We'll maybe fall through on Wednesday. Wednesday. Don't miss Wednesday because it's going to be a hair razor. Well, you need hair. <laughs> James wait. chapter 1. Genesis or James? James. Okay. James chapter 1, looking at verse 22. It says, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers, only deceiving yourselves. We always, as believers, I'm not just saying Christians, I'm saying believers. There's a difference between believers and Christians, I believe. <laughs> a Christian, go back to the nugget, many Christians say, that, uh, say belief, say it can be done. A believer uh, uses faith and say it shall be done. Need to read in the Amplified. Okay. James chapter 1, verse 22 from the Amplified. But be doers of the word. Obey the message and not merely listeners to it. Betraying yourselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. We need, as believers, we need to always comply to God's word. This is no place to compromise God's word. We live in a time where we cannot compromise God's word any longer. Verse 23, for if, anyone, for if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it and being a doer of it, he is like a man who looks carefully at his own natural face in the mirror, for he thoroughly observes himself and then goes off and promptly forgets what he was like. That's heavy. There are many who are betraying themselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. Remember what Abraham said? We read it earlier. He, he did not reason. He believed it and did it. There are people out there that are going to try to get you to reason. The world's gone topsy-turvy, upside down, inside out, and so forth. Um, in the UK, uh, England, the small fraction of Muslims have overtaken that country. You can slander every other religion except the Muslim religion. Um, Sharia law is being uh, pressed into London uh, or all of England. Um, there's marriages of old men with eight, nine-year-old girls. 
I mean, this is, this is just, there's massive killings, there's beheadings, and, and they, they overlook it. They will not stop it, and it's becoming radical over there. They, are, they have individuals in um, London. They have a terrorist group in London that have, has gone down into Syria. Many of the English people have gone down, or the men have gone down into uh, Syria to learn to be terrorist. And the, one, of the, one of the individuals that you have, might have read about is that he's the one that uh, beheaded the, the uh, news, news person. It's rampant, and they don't do anything about it. There are stages in our own country. This is where we have to become alive. We have to awake, uh, awaken and arise. There's places in our own country where they are initiating Sharia law. There's about 30 cities in our country that are heavily in, in, infiltrated by Muslims. Yeah, three in California, three LA, four. San Francisco, and Sacramento. Have big influences. And it, uh, it's not to be fearful of. It's something that we need to rise up and say, thank God. Uh, Israel has proven has proof that they have been firing rockets out of schools, out of hospitals, the Hamas, into Israel. They, they, I think it was this past week, over 4,000 rockets into Israel. But they have been firing from schools, hospitals, uh, home, home districts. They know that the Israelis won't fire into, into that. They use, they're using uh, children to, uh, as shields. They're also teaching children to be, commit suicide. They're being suicide bombers. If it's taking place there, we need to be prepared. This is why we need to wake up and arise to the responsibilities that we have. Now. We are on the victorious side. Read the end of the, read the book of Revelation. But things are, are going to happen, and you're going to, have to, you're going to have to stand tall, and I say protect your family. It's getting that bad. Okay, not to end on a bad note, let's praise God. <laughs> end up in, on a good note. Praise God. <laughs> You're more than conquerors. You are doers of the word and not just hearers of it. You better be doers of the word because if you're not, you're in the lukewarm state. Oh, let me go back to the negative. Okay, you're not. A, no more lukewarmness. Amen. We're going to put a fire under you before before the Lord comes, because if you're not hot, we're not going anywhere. Oh, some of you say no. Nah. It's exciting, you know. This kind of it, it's sad, but it's exciting to know that we have been chosen. Hand chosen to be part of this 
Last days. A lot of people are looking at me, are you nuts? <laughs> well, we can, you know, you can go to another church and get chrysalis if you want. Oh, honey. Or, you know, I, I'm talking, this is what's happening to the Americans. One of the largest are, churches in America has a nightclub in it. Can you imagine? A nightclub. A nightclub. I, I just, I, I'm not going to say which one. It has a nightclub that you can go to instead of the coffee bar. They're serving drinks. It's like... Awaken. You know, you say, oh, that can't be. It, it's happening. We've got to go out and do what God's called us to do, not, not piddle around any longer. Hello. Let's all stand. Unless you're on the floor. Father, we thank you for the word. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that this word was a correction to us, Father God, to awaken to where the dangerous position that we are in and to arise and do the things that you've called us to do. We're praising you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that through your love, Father God, you have bestowed upon us the word and how that we are to conduct ourselves in these last days, Father God, because the, the harvest fields are truly white. And Father God, we need to be the laborers that go out and bring in the lost. So Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. I thank you, Lord, for the anointing upon each and every individual, Father God. As they go out, they are blessed. Father, Father God, whom they come in contact, Father God, will be blessed because we have touched them in a dramatic way. And everyone said, Amen. Amen.